0: Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. Fall midterm primaries are upon us and voter enthusiasm in some key states is on the side of Republicans. Republican turnout is up nearly 30% since 2018 midterms in states like Ohio and Pennsylvania. The Oklahoma primaries are about a month away. Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen is running for U.S. Senate in that state. We had a chance to sit down with him. Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen, thank you for joining us on the Capitol Report again. Thanks for having me. It's a beautiful setting. Absolutely. Congressman, there's uh, quite a few primaries have already come to pass. Uh, You have a pretty big one coming up for your Senate race in uh, Oklahoma. What do you think are going to be some of the key
1: issues that decide the outcome of the uh, midterms? Well, who can people relate with? Who, who do they want to who do they want to sit down and have a conversation with, and who can who can they trust in their future? You, we have a lot of contested seats in Oklahoma. You have uh, Frank Lucas; that's, it, it really has his first contested primary ever. Uh, my current congressional seats open. Uh, you have both U.S. Senate races that are on the ballot, which is just almost unheard of, right? So you have James Langford, and then ours is a special election. Uh, and, and and honestly, people are really concerned about inflation. That's a huge huge issue. It's. Cost costing everybody right now across the United States an average of $325 plus per month. And you take Oklahoma and in just my district alone, the average household income is just barely $40,000 a year household income. You add $325 plus to that a month just for inflation cost, that's a big issue. Uh, another big issue going on in our state, believe it or not, is these transgender athletes. It is a, it's an issue in our schools. Parents uh, that have kids in school, like myself, I have three boys and three daughters. Uh, our, all of our kids are athletes, they all compete. That's been a hot issue. You, it, and it's different for different people, but those two big issues rank number one and number two in our state on things that, that um, the, the, the Oklahoma voters are concerned about.
0: Congressman, as I look over your shoulder right here, I see the uh, Supreme Court, and I'm guessing uh, in a red state like Oklahoma, the pro-life uh, issue is is gonna
1: be something Huge. major. How big of an issue is that? Well, Oklahoma is the reddest state in the union, and we take a lot of pride in that. So all 77 counties went red, and so that means all 77 counties believe in, in the sanctity of life. As, as a father of, of three Uh, biological kids and three kids that we got to choose and I mean that I mean we have six wonderful kids someone loves that baby and what we aren't for in Oklahoma is killing our future leaders and in our future world changers I get that uh, you have unwanted pregnancies but I'll tell you right now from a father that has three adopted kids that child is still wanted and can still be loved in Oklahoma, we're not going to be killing babies. We're going to be saving babies' lives in Oklahoma, and we're going to continue to do so. And so it is a big issue, but we are actually celebrating the idea that we're going to be able to stop this horrible practice of killing babies, finally, because our state's going to make the right decision on saving those lives. Now, Congressman,
0: once uh, Roe v. Wade becomes, you know, reversed, if indeed it does, which is likely to happen, um, a lot of these issues are going to be up to the states. You see a lot of corporate uh, America right now. You see Starbucks, you see Amazon wading into politics saying that they're actually going to pay for their employees in red states to get abortions, whether that's paying for their flights to blue states to get it uh, done. Um, As a, you know, member of Congress who
1: represents a red state, uh, how do you read into that? is sick. I'm also a business owner. I also have, you know, a a tremendous amount of employees, my wife and I do. It makes you question. You go to some of these places and they start complaining about, um, about maternity leave. Maybe this is their sick way of saying that they're trying to control maternity leave because they're going to give the mother a choice to go kill that baby. That's sick, but why else would you be doing something like this? I mean, we as voters and we as consumers, we can choose to do business with them or not. I can choose to buy Starbucks or not. I'll choose not to. We can choose to use Amazon or not. I personally will choose not to. Let other people make those decisions. But as for corporations to say that they are literally going to pay for an employee to go to a different state to murder their baby. That's those are those are businesses that I don't choose to associate with. And I would hope a lot of people would feel the same because if you want to do business in our state, then respect our laws. If you don't want to do business in our state, then just do businesses in those states that's going to offer those heinous abortions. Otherwise, get out of our state. Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen, thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: The Justice Department is suing casino mogul Steve Wynn. The DOJ says the lawsuit aims at compelling Nguyen to register as an agent of Communist China. In 2017, Nguyen asked then-President Trump to remove a Chinese businessperson seeking asylum in the United States. Reports say Nguyen was acting on the Chinese regime's behest to protect his business interest in Macau. The Department of Justice released a statement yesterday saying that the lawsuit against Wynn is to demonstrate a commitment to transparency and that the American people have a right to know where a foreign government uses an American to influence policy decisions. You may or may not have heard with so many things entering the news cycle, but a week ago Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida took unprecedented action. He signed into law a bill that requires students K-12 through 12 to learn about the perils of communism. This comes at a time when record numbers of young people are showing favorable opinions of socialism in polling across the country. Senator Marsha Blackburn is clear on the pitfalls of communism, and we're happy to have her on to discuss. Senator Marsha Blackburn, thank you so much for joining us on the Capitol Report.
2: I'm delighted to join you. Thank you.
0: Senator, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida just recently signed into law mandating the teaching of the history of communism and the harm that it has caused throughout the world. Why do you think he did this and what is the significance of this type of legislation?
2: When you look at the action that Governor DeSantis has taken and when you look at the state of Florida and the number of people who came to Florida out of Cuba, to escape Castro and to escape that regime and who know firsthand the impact of communism on their lives. I I think it makes sense that he would do this. When I talk to Tennesseans who have lived in areas, whether it is Cuba, whether it is escaping from Venezuela, whether it is coming out of the old Soviet Union, One of the things that they mentioned to me is how concerned they are that today's students don't understand what communism and socialism and Marxism actually is. And the suffering, the depravity, the poverty that people are forced into, the loss of freedom of speech, the loss of freedom of religion, how they push to change your culture and it concerns them. So I applaud Governor DeSantis for taking this, these steps and making certain that people don't forget what people have suffered under communism.
0: Senator, you make an excellent point there with uh, you know people that have left communist countries um, really understanding the nature of it. You also have our some of our older generations especially those who fought against communism whether that be the Korean War, the Vietnam War, that they know the horrors of communism yet we do see these young people gravitating toward this ideology pop culture icons wearing these Che Guevara t-shirts and revolutionary fists becoming acceptable, uh, acceptable political statements and so on. Why do you think the disparity and what might that suggest?
2: It's so interesting to talk to people that have lived through these regimes or people that have fought, as you had mentioned, or individuals who still have family in China that are suffering under the Chinese Communist Party. And many times they will mention that the further you get from uh, some type of communist takeover and the lack of attention that media now puts on some of these communist activities such as you see right now taking place in China, where you have the Uyghur Muslims and the genocide being carried out against them. You have the, the suffering that the Tibetans have, carry, have been forced through uh, in, in recent history. And then you look at Venezuela and how people have fled from there to move away from Madura and from the impact of communism and Marxism on their lives there. If it is not covered with the media, then people don't understand that. And today, let's take, for example, uh, someone who is... uh, going to the store and they're purchasing NBA-made merchandise that is made in China that is made in Xinjiang province where you have the Uyghur Muslims who are basically being used as slaves. But then the media doesn't really cover that because these are American-based multinational countries companies, excuse me, and they uh, don't call out the Chinese Communist Party which is in control of basically everything in China. So then that discernment not being placed on these activities by the media allows kids to not realize the importance of saying I'm not going to patronize this merchandise, I'm not going to buy these components, because they're using people as slaves to make these products.
0: Senator Marsha Blackburn, thank you for joining us. Thank you. I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review, as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon.